Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome along to Added Time, um, where it's just Al Pitcher and Adil Fakir here. Um, I'm not doing both voices. He is actually here, Adil Fakir. Um, still no sightings of Kunal, um, although I said, where are you? And he sent me a photo of his penis, which was a bit weird. And then I said, no, no more of those. And then he sent me a photo of it, of just a train window, train, as though I was supposed to go, oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's that part of the world. So I, we don't know where he is. Still. <coughs> Missing in action. Um, Yeah, he went to order, had some festival up there. Remember he was talking about that every, every pod for two years, and then we haven't seen him, so... Hopefully he's okay. Life of a DJ. Um, I hopefully he's okay. No jokes aside, uh, hopefully he hasn't done what he was going to do. I hope he's done what he's got to do. We are going to talk Premier League. Let's get that out of the way. And then we're going to talk about the Championship. Then we'll go to France. We'll talk about um, another shit bit of racism in, um, in Italy. And then uh, we'll wind up by a bit of Al Svenskan, and then we'll talk about the Champions League. We'll preview that for Tuesday and Wednesday. And Bundesliga, because we have Champions Day as well. Yeah. Um, firstly, let's look at um, Tottenham Arsenal. How do you feel? Yeah, it was a long time ago we actually won the North London derby. It doesn't, doesn't feel that way. It feels like, you know, when he took his mask off and stuff, they won those games. But yeah. Arsenal has... Actually, that was actually two two, was it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're leading two nil. Gibbs scored in the end. Um, you know, it's been one of the games that we've been dominating them for a couple of uh, derbies, but it ended draws. And this one, we dominated them, and it ended the way it should. Maybe Absolutely more. Absolutely, them. Yeah, I we horsed them. Yeah, yeah. yeah battered them. Uh, Even Wenger. No, you actually, deserve to win. Yeah, but Danny also said in the press it conference wasn't a penalty. that it was a soft penalty. Uh, we were in the game until that moment and soft penalty, and then we dominated the the ending stages of the game without being. Able to score. I thought. Tot- I don't know what game he watched. Yeah, but I thought Tottenham had to be a bit careful when they were two 0 up because if they'd conceded, it would have been a real 
real rip-off. Yeah, yeah. But, it, would, um, it would have been one of those days that we dominate them for 60 minutes and then they score one goal and the, all of a sudden the game is back yeah. on. But that never happened. The formation was quite interesting, that you went to the four. Yeah, I mean, I think Arsenal came there uh, with the 3-4-3. Three, three, they, Which they've been playing quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, they've been trying... I mean, it's funny. They're copying... Tottenham and, and Chelsea's formation because it's going well. But the only teams this season that even had the personnel to do that is Tottenham and Chelsea. And to be honest, on paper, we got more specialised players for that position with Walker and Trippier instead of uh, uh, um, instead of Moses. So so I think Arsenal does it, it just you can just see they're all over the place. Mm. The funniest thing of all was when they made a substitution second half, Welbeck came in. It took the minutes. Not I mean, we're not talking sequences. Minutes. Sequences. I mean, you know, like uh, seconds, maybe one attack, and that's one sequence. Yeah. I mean, it was like sequence. Yeah, wow. Sequence of the game, All right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I think that's okay. No, go Pavarotti. That's fine. Sequencia. Uh, so yeah, I, th- I just think they were all over the place, and we did it well. We we actually went with the back four with Dyer playing midfield with Onyama. Great set of choice because we tormented them the entire game. Okay. First time in 22 years you'll finish it above them. It's done now. Yeah, and so St. Tottenham Day is cancelled for the first time in 22 years. And hopefully it will be for 22 years coming. Um, but that was quite an interesting thing that I saw. was like, if you're a player now, who you'd choose Tottenham over Arsenal. You know, if you were thinking of clubs to move to. Yeah, why would you go to Arsenal at the moment? I mean, it's just too much. No. I mean, the board and Wenger is not even saying what's going to happen with his contract. It is a joke. I'm sorry. It, yeah. it, it, I think your right said it well. It's deafening silence. I was like, it's completely this silence is deafening. I mean, it's, it's, I think he's going to do another year. It's it's gone on too long. He's not going to give himself too much of a farewell here. That's true. Although, uh, when if, you look at Man City and you know when um, the Chilean manager left and when Ferguson said he was leaving they all kind of wobble a bit you know yeah well Ferguson said it after they won yeah Uh, (coughs) and Pellegrini definitely that wobbled but that was a so long six months I think Arsenal wouldn't have wobbled if he would have said three months ago this is my last year because then they will play for his last year for the legacy I mean and every player who wouldn't have played for the manager wouldn't have a future with the fans because they you can't if you wouldn't play for a manager because he says he's finishing who's done that much for the club then meets your wanker and they he hasn't said that so they're not because now the blame is on him if he just said I'm leaving after summer whatever bad results would have come now would have been the player's fault and uh, it's just it's just ridiculous to say yes or no how (laughs) difficult is that Say yes or no. Why are you dragging this on? I mean, for months. I mean, I'm loving it. But for the Arsenal fans, this is horrendous. I, I feel sorry for them. I mean, it's just not the way to treat fans of, of a big club for the past, you know, 20 years. They've really held us back. And now this is... It's, nah. um, and then... Um, but Chelsea won their game, so... Yeah, it was nil-nil for a while there. Ah, there. No, but, uh, I mean, yeah. it was kind of a wonder goal from Pedro to, to make it 1-0. Yeah, but they were dominating the whole game. Yeah. I mean, uh, they deservedly won. If it would have ended a nil-nil draw, it would have been a travesty towards Chelsea's pl- uh, game plan because I think they were all over Everton the entire game. Are they tried to do the same thing with Hazard. Are we seeing the massive gap between the top two? Oh, this season, yes. Yeah. I mean, this season, yes. Yeah. I think it's quite obvious to say that... Tottenham-Chelsea... 
the mile, miles ahead yeah. this season from all the other competitors because they're the two <clears> only teams who doesn't seem to drop points every weekend. You know, every other weekend, how many games in a row does Liverpool, Manchester United, Arsenal, and Manchester put together? I mean, that's not many. Well, I mean, United have kept this unbeaten run. Yeah, but it's it's unbeaten. one of the worst unbeaten runs. Yeah, it just draws all over the place. Draws at home. Yeah. All, I mean, it's ridiculous how much points they're dropping. Um, they could have lost half of them, one <laughs> half of them, and just had a much better season. So I think this season, it's clear to say that Chelsea were for a while the only team that was so good. And now there's, there's two teams. Yeah. And uh, when Chelsea, not if I think when Chelsea win this season, it's going to be about that they were just much more consistent over the They've season. They've got to win three out of four. And I think I think that's all they have to do. They have to win three games. That's that, Oh, well, then that's but, mathematically impossible, yeah. but, but they'll probably have, you know, they'll probably do with one or two. Um, and let's have a look at the United. United dropping points. Middlesbrough um, looked like they were going to beat Man City, and then um, uh, a real shame there. And then let's have a look at these penalties, right? Yes or no? Sane? Not a penalty at all. Rashford? Not a penalty. Harry Kane. Well, it's a penalty. <laughs> no, yeah. well, I think no. it's three very different. I, I, this, actually, this, I, I totally agree. The same thing in the same uh, three situations is this modern thing that they do kind of go towards the player as well. But if you have, if you get contacted, this is to, today's football because the referees don't give a penalty if there's a contact, you don't fall down. So basically, if there's a contact, you fall down. It's not simulation because there's a contact. But under Rashford and on uh, the Sane situation, there was never even contact. I mean, there was clear... Di- I mean, Sane was ridiculous. Sane dived he into dived him. He dived into him. Yeah. So, so that's just... That's, that's not even maybe a yellow card booking. It's just stupid. The Rashford one is a clear dive. Yeah. Because he doesn't touch him. He goes down without being He touched. sees the goalkeeper and he... Yeah. Definitely. I think it should also be a thing for, for referees that... If the player is obviously not on his way towards the goal or can't take his second touch and, you know, make a cross out of it, he should be much, much sterner if it's a penalty or not. So I'm saying if, even if uh, the Swansea goalkeeper Fabianski touches Rashford there, even if he touches him, I still think the, the uh, the referee can say it's not a penalty because he's going absolutely nowhere. It's not like he's going and if the keeper doesn't touch him and he keeps on running, he can pick up the ball. No, he's not with the, the ball. So no. he has taken a path where he's looking for... I mean, taking all three... Path. Of, all right, Gandalf. I mean, Sane, Kane and Rashford, if no contact is made and they don't simulate in those situations they did, there's probably not going to be a goal. The only thing with Kane was, was the... The, any, any criticism you can give him is he just made a meal of it afterwards, but he was kicked. Yeah, but but um, that's what I'm saying. Unfortunately, if he didn't make a meal out of it, it was a contact. He stumbles and keeps on running. The referee won't give a, a penalty, but it's a penalty. So I think the players just do that because they realize whenever they don't, they don't get penalties. And whenever they don't do that, we say, "Ah, oh, it was wrong. He should have gone down because then it's a penalty." So it's just because it's impossible for refs. Yeah. And uh, to do this, I think it's fine. If you've been fouled and you make a meal out of it, you just look a bit stupid, but you haven't you haven't simulated. How about this? You haven't cheated. If you get caught doing simulation, yeah. right, the referee then awards a penalty the other way. 
So you go all the way up the other end and they get a penalty. <laughs> That's a good change of game. But <laughs> now I think uh, Danny Murphy said on match day, just what we've been saying for years, really, I've been saying for years, especially, is that, you know, it's just simple. This simulate, right? Referee didn't call it, so he couldn't give a yellow card during the game. But then you ban him for one to two games after the game. I would ban him one game, just any ban, and one game against the team he did it against. But what about ban. the... Um... What about if it goes to the replay, goes to the fourth official now? Well, that's, that's a yellow card. Yeah, 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 no, but what, what, how, uh, say he dives, say the Rashford one, referee gives the penalty, then he goes, do you know what, I'm going up to the, I'm going up to the TV, like cricket, yeah, you yeah. know, and then he goes, no way, then he gives a yellow card, cancels the penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's I what think that's what we're going to go. I mean, of course we're going to go. I mean, this... Discussion. <laughs> this discussion is stupid, isn't it? We all know what's fucking going to happen. Yeah. We all know what's going to happen. We all know that these discussions can't go on year after year. Champions League, quarterfinals, semifinals, finals, World Cups. When the big games, when this happens, people get fucking livid. I mean, on, on, on a weekly basis, when you're a fan of a club who's not always on <laughs> telly or people talk about that, if it's Sunderland or it's an Everton, yeah. you know, big clubs, but people don't talk about it that much in media. This happens every week. Yeah, but it's but it's funny when it gets to the end of the season and something like this happens. Well, that's the problem. And then they forget the other thirty three games where they've been shit. Yeah. So, so I mean, how long are we gonna? As soon as it happens in, in a big game, people go, "We have to do this." So it's gonna happen anyways because it's gonna yeah. keep on happening in big games. And sooner or later, it's gonna happen in such a big game, such a vile decision is gonna happen that a Champions League final mm. is gonna be decided by. Uh, because so far, I don't think any finals of Champions League have been like they were robbed. Yeah, this is compl- but it's gonna happen sooner or later. It's yeah. gonna just happen, and when that happens, I think they're all gonna lay down the gauntlet and just fucking swing and just go. You know what? I remember you saying that in the dark room once. I'm gonna lay down the gauntlet and let it swing. And it did. I did the helicopter. Um, talking of penalties, um, yeah. I mean, you look at the Sigurdsson free kick as what well. What a fucking free kick! Great free kick, but. You know, the foul leading up to that was a little bit dodgy as well. And then you think, referee goes, look at that, we'll go to up there. And then they don't get that. I don't know, you know. I mean, it's, it's, I know that people <coughs> say, taking this as a massive, you know, problem. But to be honest, as soon as you, when you see the game on telly, right, or the commentators see it, how long time does it really take for us to go, oh, that's a wrong decision? Usually, he's still it's, talking Yeah, he's still talking to his assistant. He's still talking to the players. So my question is still, what time is going to get lost? What fluency is going to get lost? Mm-hmm. After a decision, you have six to seven players, every time at least, around the, key, around the referee. Can't do that. Still let them do it. No yellow cards are water for that. They do that for half a minute. Talks to the linesman. Somebody runs over the linesman. Do the same shit. Then the penalty. Go- it takes two minutes. Do- oh, are you telling me during that fucking time? It took time? you two minutes now to yeah. tell me. Are you telling me during that it, fucking it, it time? It wasn't boring. It wasn't boring. I didn't. I didn't lose attention. Never boring, mate. Um, it was one of the dullest Saturdays. It was four games. I think it was like one goal, um, and also Burnley got their first away win. Yeah, which is brilliant. What a time Dallas. to do it in the season. Hulls. Yeah. <coughs> um, Lost, um, they conceded a penalty, they drew, great save. Um, it's the 12th penalty they've conceded, that's the record. And Sunderland are now relegated. So, 
the amazing thing with Sunderland, it's like 1,242 days <laughs> they've, of their Premier League, of, of the Premier League history, they've been in the bottom three. You know, 1,242 days of that. That's just incredible. Yeah, that's uh, you know, that's a record, apparently. Yeah. Southampton was second with like 1,000 days. Yeah. But it's... I mean, they've been up there for 10 years. It feels like every season, and I'm sure it is, where they're just like third to bottom and you're like uh, and then they had the great thing with Poirier you yeah. know Allardyce great... you know yeah Decanio even yeah I yeah. mean the thing is that it feels like they've been yo-yoing that they've been down championship and come back up again a couple yeah. of times but they haven't really no, they've no, just no. been flirting with relegation for so long I mean is it... this the end of Moyes do you think he's? I think it's the end of him in top in top football yeah. uh, I think he might he might you know get, get a game uh, he might get a team Similar situation, somebody sacks the manager, end of next season. Yeah. Maybe they bring in Moyes. But I don't see a lot of clubs, you know, building their fortunes around him now. Like if, for instance, when Allardyce left Palace, uh, uh, when he left for England. Yeah. New season, get a new manager, get, went... get Moyes. I don't think he's uh, going to get that opportunity no, again. I think he went in quite late in his defence, but he still had January. But still, still, still way, yeah. way earlier than any other manager in yeah. Sunderland who's made the great escape. Yeah, yeah. So he did have basically the whole year. Yeah, I agree. I, mean, I agree. So, I mean, it's not like he came in November. He did come when the season started and it just hasn't worked. I think the only thing he he might get is like a mid-table championship side. I, you th- know. I think Sunderland, to be honest, should stay with Moyes yeah. uh, now in the Championship. I don't think they're going to improve on that. I think he's going to do well in Championship for them. He might even get them up straight away. I just don't see him getting... If he leaves Sunderland now, I just don't see him getting a job offer from, let's say, Hull stays up and uh, the manager leaves yeah. to, to greener pastures. I don't see them... But it's funny how those, those kind of... To me, they're kind of dinosaurs of football, like the McLarens... Mm. The kind of David Moyes, the Owen Coyle, you know, um, just around doing stuff. And they just, their careers just seem to just move on from different clubs. Yeah, they just, and they, yeah. You know, I mean, Moyes, to, to his defence, was, you know, against what he had at Everton, did an amazing job. Did great in Everton. You know. I just think it's a huge decision to leave. I understand that he, he, wanted, he couldn't say no to Manchester United. I understand yeah. that. But you know, it was the wrong decision. But I, I, I need to start start thinking about Ferguson. He was such a genius. But you always have to think, what exactly did he see in Moyes? Yeah, I mean, you, I think it was the same kind of story a bit. I mean, it same was kind the of story, Scottish yes. But, of... but Ferguson must. I mean, he was astute tactically as well. I mean, it yeah. wasn't just that he was good at motivate. And he must have not seen the tactical depth in Moyes' squads or his, you know, changed the game plan or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm just so freakishly happy that he didn't decide to stay like one more season, Ferguson, because then he would have picked maybe Poch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because that is what, what they really should have gone for. Yeah. You know, that kind of manager. Yeah, yeah. That Co- is a Ferguson Koeman manager. as well. Kuman as well, definitely. I think Kuman uh, <clears throat> still not impossible, him ending up with a Manchester United job in, in a year or two. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not impossible, uh, because I think he's one of those managers that, that gives you... You know, if he goes to a big club, I think he's going to be settled there. Uh, yeah. Good with the media, good with the board, good transfer. Who's going down then? Well, I feel Middlesbrough just, uh, you know, survived in the weekend. They're still going down. And unfortunately, if 
fucking looks like it might be Swansea. But I really, really am sad that Swansea and Hull, uh, one of those teams looks like going down because I th- think they've done enough to... I think Palace are just away a bit, you know. They're, yeah, they're those great of, wins they, they have. Yeah, but they're kind of getting... They've sucked back in. Sucked back in, yeah. but it's just too many points. Yeah. You know, it's just too many points. Uh, you know, I'm, no, but like Middlesbrough, you know, um, had had opportunities there with three points, you know. Yeah, it would have opened up a possibility for them. It would have been four points with, uh, with better goal difference. Yeah. Now it's six points, uh, three games. I just don't see Hull dropping six points. And they've points. got to play Chelsea as well, Middlesbrough. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully they'll be up for it. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. But, but I think the league title is it's very <clears throat> difficult. I mean, you need an incredible implosion from Chelsea for this to happen. And, considering, and they're playing Sunderland as well, Chelsea. Yeah, and considering they haven't, you know... Uh, really dipped once since the start of the season. I just don't see that happening. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, if it was the other way around, Tottenham there, so inexperienced squad, you might think it could happen, but I think they had like 22 league titles between them in that team, or 35, what the fuck it was. So it, it's a very, but, it's a very, very... But Tottenham now 12 points clear. From but, United, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, we are, uh, we're basically... Um, Done for Champions League. We're 11 points yeah. clear from Manchester City. 12 points from United with four games remaining. If we lose all four games, we'll still probably end up fourth. Uh, but that's not supposed to happen. One no. win out of four. I think it's one win in your second. Yeah. yeah. One win in your second. So, to be honest, it's really... And it's only, it's really goal, it's only goal difference, isn't it? To, to be, to be and honest, it's not, it's not going to... No, you're on 49. You're fine. You've got it. Yeah, if we draw one game... Yeah. Then we will go through on goal yeah. difference, anyways. Because yeah, yeah. I don't see Liverpool or City uh, picking up 24, 21 goals. No, no. So, no. so you know, and the same thing this season. Conceded least, scored the most. Like, you know, like similar to last season, but doesn't really help that much, does it? When Chelsea are supreme. Um, I'll just quickly dip into the the Championship. Uh, there is a game. If you're listening to this on uh, Monday night, it was Watford against Liverpool. Let's have a prediction. It's at it's at Watford. Uh, Liverpool kind of hammered hammered them last time. There might be Lalana might be back. I think these kind of games Liverpool has shown this season they're good at. You know, uh, they had a poor game last week, and then they have a good game the yeah. next week. So I think, but top six and stuff they do quite well. I know, really well. And I then, know, but I still think. I mean, after how many times can they fucking flounder? I mean, they. Yeah, but like City drop points. Yeah, United no, drop I, points, I just don't get Arsenal, it. You know, I, I just don't get that's these the teams. class difference now. Is you know these runs that Chelsea and Tottenham are on is just it is a different. Well, leg. it's our best run since 1964. Yeah, that's the best run we've had since 1964. So you know it's uh, it's quite amazing for us, but it's just they dropped so many points. It's quite weird. Just best run since 64, and you're going to finish second. It's, yeah, yeah, it's quite. Uh, yeah, well, that also shows that you know we've been out of the uh, the title contention for the past fifty years. Yeah, it really does. It really does show that. Um, Huddersfield Town are in a bit of trouble. Um, apparently, the English Football League are going to have a go at them because of um, they made t- uh, Wagner made ten changes um, to the side. Uh, weirdly, Birmingham Harry Redknapp's manager there. He said, "Don't pay me if if I keep you. Up. Uh, pay me if you." I'll keep you up if you go down. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Which is not going to do. I think they're going to stay up, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. But he, um, they went down to 10 men. They missed a penalty. And we still lost 2-0. <laughs> um, but we made 10 changes. And, and out of those changes, 201 league appearances out of those 10 players, uh, the 11 players that played. So, you know, Blackburn, Forrest, are all having a go at us saying, you know, you played your week inside. And now the English Football League are getting involved. I think it's a disgrace, to oh, be honest. Yeah. It's it's like we're a squad. We've rotated the whole uh, time. He's done this all the time. And you know, I I I understand what the reasons behind it is that you don't want you know team to suffer uh, to. Basically, if you do it because of the sporting reasons that you want to give your mate some help because you know the manager there, it's wrong. But if you don't, you can obviously see why they would uh, rotate the squad. They got playoffs coming up. Yeah, I just feel like it doesn't matter. It's not. They didn't make the schedule for who to play what no, time. So, no. so so I just feel if there's obvious reasons like, you know what, I hate them. I hate the other team. Yeah. So I'm going to lose this game so my mate can go up. Then, you know, football. But otherwise, this is ridiculous. I mean, It why? is ridiculous. And, um, yeah, I mean, we it, it's totally defendable. And uh, we're sort of, we're, we're stumbling into the playoffs. Um but I think we're just hoping that we just play the three great games, you know. Yeah. Do you know, and that's that's what we're hoping for. This whole thing of you, oh, you got to go in the playoffs with momentum. I don't know. How do you think a player feels? Those players who played for Huddersfield now and they played, they lost that game, and then they get the team gets for the football association to see if there was a foul play. How do you think those player feels like that? We signed for the for the club, right? We yeah. played for the club the whole season. Now we play for them, and people are saying, "Ah, oh, you didn't even." Try to put on your best side. Isn't it really degrading for 22 professional footballers on the field? 11 from yeah. Huddersfield then. They're saying that, you know, you're getting paid and you play, sweat, train every day. And then you're not even considered. Of, it's, it's, uh, yeah. You're I, being accused of basically, you know, laying, you know, dropping the game, dropping the ball. That's what you're being accused of. Yeah, I That's think. quite a, drastic. I think a few of them... Um, have shown that maybe they're not up to the championship. But sure. You know. Sure. Um, but Luke Shaw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I think um, 
I think they'll play a big part, and and he he's a he's a bit of a maverick, Wagner. Fuck you know, let him rotate, man. I, I just I just don't see the point. I, don't... I mean, we've had this amazing scene. We, we don't care about Birmingham or Forest yeah, or but Blackburn. I mean, you know, corruption goes, and if you don't see a reason for it, then you don't you, you don't you don't apply it. So if you feel like there was foul play here, then file go in and do an investigation. But just because you rotate a squad, I don't think that's a good justification. It's a, it's a fucking disgrace. Um, right, so let's. Have a look at Germany now. Yeah, Bayern Munich won the Bayern, Bundes- Bayern Munich won the Bundesliga, and yep. uh, I think Robin's tenth league title. <laughs> no, it's tr- yeah. no, but it's not only in Germany. But it's I mean, like six in a row they've won, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, in a row now, and he's uh, uh, emulated uh, Jordi Cruyff's ten titles. Emulated? That's that word of yours? Yeah, yeah because he won nine in uh, um, in Holland and one with Barcelona. Um, so, uh, so Cruyff, he's, he's a, a, ten titles, quite amazing. He's thirty-three years old, and uh, ten and titles. <clears throat> they've won that with three games to go. Yeah, um, they're like ten points clear of um, Rasenballsport Leipzig, and then Offenheim, and now in third place, and that's uh, Champions League qualification place. Incredible. Uh, just ahead of Borussia Dortmund, third place. around fifty-seven. No, yeah. th- oh, that's automatic Champions League then. Even a uh, Champions League fourth is qualifying. Yeah, no, sorry, Champions League qualification. Oh, they're in, they're in fourth. No, they're in third. Oh, and fourth is um, Champions League qualification. Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> Fucking seizure. What's going on, man? But they're already there. Drop the crack pipe, man. Mate, they're already there. They're like 12 points clear of that. So. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, yeah. But um, it looks like Wolfsburg are kind of struggling down the bottom. Um, they're, they're on the same points as uh, Hamburger SV. Um, so they might be going down, which would be quite bizarre. And Hamburg did. has been, you know, a bit like Sunderland last couple of years. They've been flirting with relegation year yeah. after year. And uh, the other teams are Ingolstadt and Darmstadt. They can fuck off, <laughs> Um And then let's have a look at Monaco. <laughs> yeah, and it really looks like their glorious season just took a great, great turn yeah. with uh, Nice beating PSG. And that means that, you know... Nice have had a great season. As well, have, have a great season finishing third. They looks... were they finished thirty odd, thirty three points behind them last season. Yeah, you know, and only six points behind Monaco at the moment. So technically, yeah. Nice are still in the title race, which is still you know it's quite unbelievable that will happen. But Monaco are three points clear of PSG. PSG got three games to uh, to play, but Monaco has four. So got a game in hand. That means it's three points, four games to go with the game, oh, three games to go with the game in hand. I think I just don't see that happening at the moment. And um, what a great season for Monaco, who's really, you know, one of those stories that you see in big, big leagues. There was this one team. And Monaco has a lot of money. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but still, it was nothing close to the PSG's uh, yeah. way. And with the youngsters, everything great. It's great for the league. It's great for Europe. I think there's another good team from from that league comes up. So there's another couple. It's a couple of teams from every league now, which is good. Yeah. Um, Real Madrid and Barcelona are still on the same points. They both had wins on the weekend. Uh, Ronaldo getting a new record of most goals in the top five divisions, European football. Not surprised. Yeah. Um, let's have a look at Italy. Uh, the result of the sort of day was Napoli beating Inter. Um, and then the the derby, Lazio beating Roma, yeah, uh, was of course big, which intensifies that league quite a lot. 
because that means that Napoli is just one point behind Roma, who is nine points behind Juventus now four games ago. So basically, the league title has been over for a while, it feels like. Yeah. But now it's almost mathematically impossible. Juventus uh, needs one win out of the last And um, something that Kunal cannot get in his head is this... He keeps on saying, oh, we've fucked up, we're not going to get Europa. Yeah, and I've been saying for weeks now that they are in Europa place, and because of... The cup final Italy is between uh, uh, Juventus and Lazio. And both of them are already qualified for Europe. If Yeah, we both will make Europe. That means there's another spot in the league. So it's not only fourth and fifth is the yeah. Europa League, it's also sixth. And AC Milan is on sixth with three points uh, better than Inter, the local... Local... Uh, Rivals. Right, I would say local... Brother Pounder. Okay, yeah, Brother Because they're like brothers, oh, yeah. but they're pounders. You yeah, know? I know, yeah. They're kind of like... Lovers. Yes. Lovers, not brothers. Uh, which brothers is, are lovers. Which is even more funny when we're in Milan with two brothers who I believe are lovers as and for two different teams. they kept the same room. Kind of weird. Keep it in the family. They did keep the same room. I've never had a... I had to leave the room, by the way. Yeah. Uh, because of the smell. Okay. Uh, it was it was terrible. No, when was, they go for it, they it go was for toes. It, it yeah. was feet. It, it was like, what is wrong with your brother? Talking of disgraces, Montari. Yeah, it's a disgrace. You walked apps, <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> and you fucking walked straight into that. You're like, absolutely no. Yeah. What a disgrace. Um, yeah, well, it's not first time though. So uh, he got yellow. Here's the story. He got yellow card. He's playing from Piscara. Yeah, they're already down. Yeah, he got yellow carded because he was getting so much racial abuse, he went over to them, took his shirt off, and gave it to... I mean, the kid was with his parents, and was like, here, take this shirt. Um, When I look back, it's a bit weird they gave him the shirt, but I can understand that. He was basically trying to say, stop this. You know, this is... So he went up to the ref and and told him that he's getting racial abuse, pointed his skin. Yeah. uh, And the ref instead gave him a yellow card for that. Yeah. Uh, because you know he just he didn't hear it. He said, "Yeah." And then he walked off the pitch. So Pescara finished with ten men, played with ten men. The manager then came out and said he shouldn't have walked off the pitch. Yeah, he said that it's wrong uh, yeah. for the fans, of course. Yeah. But then he said that no, but he left us with ten men. He shouldn't have walked off. I can understand what he's talking about for, from a manager point of view, but still, you know, come on. Uh, and and what the, is it with the Italian football? This just continues. Well, that happens in many leagues. It's not just Italian. Yeah, I know, but, it, uh, you know... In Russian, quite all common as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, there, there's a group of people there us. It's like that. I, I just don't know what to say. I mean, um, I think you get this in a lot of leagues, but because Italy is such a big league, mm. it gets more attention. Happens in Spain as well, of course. Uh, I mean, with the Eto and the Bananas. It, I mean, I, I don't see it happening in, in Premier League that much. Maybe because it's more culturally normal or I don't know mm. oh, with time hopefully it will get better but we got a big fucking racist kind of wave in Europe I mean it's actually quite amazing that football has been able to cap some of it out of it considering that in some countries 30 to 40 percent vote on a you know a racist party mm. so so I, I just don't like in France for instance look at Le Pen is going there now I mean it's amazing that every week in France yeah uh, but Macron, Macron is looking like he's going to. He's looking like, but she, he, she still has a lot of percent. That means yeah. that a, fu- a quarter of the French population feels yeah. like she does. That means 
almost a quarter of every football match, there should be highly racist people sitting there, and it doesn't. Have, so that's the point I'm trying to yeah. make. That that it's in, incredible. In every country has it. It's it's almost incredible. It doesn't happen more. Yeah. I mean, I feel that to be honest, uh, because going to games since you were a kid, you hear fucking shit from the audience. You know, not only racist stuff. It's a lot of it's a lot of, of course, anti-gay stuff. That, yeah, that's yeah. the most common. You know, as soon as somebody hits the ball wrong, he's a faggot or whatever. Uh, so, so that will also come. That's the next thing I think people are gonna react at. You know, stop saying this yeah. homosexual homophobic slurs because they go all over the place. They don't get this much attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as as the racial thing goes, of course. But you know, fucking idiots. What can you say? They're fucking dicks. But what can you do? I mean, I understand Solimentari. And them. Yeah, yeah but I, I, I'm just saying, uh, what can we do with with the Solimentari? I mean, for that to have any effect, that he walked off. Then something needs to happen. Yeah, Boateng. I remember walking yeah. off uh, Milan when they played a friendly game or something. Yeah, I think the the the, the normal normal thing would be would be the opposition club. Yeah. Do something. I don't know what. Yeah, yeah. But definitely do something. Uh, ban those in the crowd. I mean, fuck. Have drones around the fucking arena, flying around and filming. Anybody does that. How difficult is it? To be fucking honest. Yeah. Everything is on tape. We got cameras everywhere. Yeah. How hard is it to just say these people screaming? Then you can't maybe not get individuals, but then you know the whole section get banned. Yeah. I mean, because it's also your responsibility in the crowd. If I'm standing in the crowd, do we want a society where five people beside me are screaming monkey sounds to every black player on the pitch and I just stand there and you know go laughing? Mm. I mean that's also what am I doing here? I'm indulging them to do that if I'm laughing with them instead of like, well, hey, mate, what the fuck are you doing? So you know, if you ban a section of a crowd, that means that the people that are in the section will also take some kind of responsibility of going, wait, wait a minute, I don't want to get banned because you're screaming monkey sounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, but I don't, I don't feel it's correct that you get no punishment because you might have been one of them who didn't do it. I mean, of course, that's the legal system, but that's not how, how we can go further because apparently that doesn't help. And why should these players be abused? I mean, why, why the fuck should that happen? I mean, I'd rather see five innocent people in the crowd not getting allowed to go to the game next season than letting them continue, honestly. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know it's a rough thing to say, but that's it. Or if you want to defend people yourself, people have to take responsibility. You know, the club that happened, they have to. I mean, they spent thousands on bullshit things, right? If they spend £10,000, £10, I mean, are you telling me that you can't put in a thorough investigation with fucking private detectives can sit there and interview these uh, these players in the crowd and say, we didn't do, we want to come in to interview and explain ourselves. If you buy 10000 easily will cover that cost. I mean, easily. Make it a hundred grand. A hundred grand is nothing for these clubs, right? A hundred yeah. grand. The fine should go... They should get fined, and that money they find it should go strictly to one thing and try to uh, ban and find the person who did that. If you don't, you get another fine. You know, something like that. Then you might actually, something might actually happen. This, nothing will happen. Nothing. They'll say it's sad. There are idiots in the crowds. That's it. What can you do? Yeah. It doesn't seem to be any solution to it at all. Well, that is solution. I know you've given the solution, but they're not, they often don't listen to added time. No, it's true. And I think the solution I gave before where you play behind closed doors. Yeah. Uh, you play behind closed doors and the money that it costs them playing behind closed doors, 
uh, UEFA or FIFA should go in and sponsor that money because it's a non-profit organization, but they're sitting there with billions, so you're supposed mm. to do something. Those billions can be used against anti-racism. For teams who have racist problems, they play without a crowd, but they don't lose the money for it by getting the money in from FIFA or UEFA that goes strictly to, 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 to you know... Um, great words, great words. Talking of great, man. talking of great words from a great man. Can you try and guess who this is? There's never comfort, but what I look for is improvement in performance. And from the first five-one to today's five-one, there's a totally different dynamic to this team. They understand all the elements of how I wanted to play, and you saw that in full flow today. Probably Brendan Rodgers. Something. Rangers start off with diamond. If you're not, I want Brendan Rodgers. Uh, I love him. Oh, I fucking miss him, man. Oh, man. But Imagine it, having this every day instead of, you know, somebody read it. I mean, when he was in Premier League, you hear this shit every day. Yeah, but he, they're right on it. I said when I came in, my job was to build a team that could go into any stadium without fear and play. And this is one of the great rivals for Celtic. We had a couple of moments like that, the goal at the end, but you have to earn the right in any game. I like my team to defend with aggression. What pleases me most is the hunger in the team. I never like the team to get comfortable. So if you can get three, four or five, you just keep pushing. I love the guy. I absolutely love the guy because he's coaching Celtic. Yeah. And that's not a massive achievement. No. I'm sorry, but Celtic are so far away no, from Rogers. It's just a perfect club. His greatest achievement and the thing that is going to cock him up was getting Liverpool second because he overachieved. Yeah. but No, he did. Well, it's not he a did. He did a great job. Yeah, yeah. Suarez did a great job. Yeah. No, but he did a great job. Yeah, sure. What they season? were playing very entertaining. Yeah. Football. What season he was? I mean, he's a decent manager. I've never said that he's absolutely crap. He's a decent. But did you hear those words? What yeah. he's saying? But, that, but you know, you know, honestly, all he just said, we should build a statue of me because <laughs> this is basically what I've been predicting for years. <laughs> and, and, you know, from the fucking moment they had the idea he should go to Celtic, it was just so clear and obvious because nobody really wants to stay in Celtic job forever because they have ambition and they, they want to try themselves. and They just don't want to sit there, look at me, look at me. But there was a man who was like that, and that's Brandon Rodgers. I think he'll, he's do, perfectly made I for think that he'll do one more. Yeah, Celtic, and then he'll be in the Premier League. Nah, fuck that shit, no. Yeah, he'll be back. Nah, 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 no, 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 no. He will become... From his point of view, and I think it's the most clever. I don't think he's absolutely stupid. He just have a lot of mental issues. The thing is, he should just stay there until he dies. He should just do a Ferguson in Celtic. Just stay there, win 25 league titles in a row, and, you know, you'll go down as a legend. That's what he wants, right? I mean, what he wants is to be remembered as a legend by pundits, by players, by fans. Okay? This is his dream. It's always been his dream, and he yeah. can achieve that in Celtic. And he's, he's given, he said something about the players not going on a holiday, and then he's told Scott Brown, who's the captain, go and take a holiday. This is what he said. I'm not sure he wants to go away, but I've told him, take the wife and get a break from it. Brilliant. He's brilliant, great, manager. He's brilliant manager. Brilliant manager. Um, look Everything at he says, it kind of always reflects on him of being really decent. Yeah. You know, <laughs> either really you know, clever yeah. or really human. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. educated, or you know, he's just whatever he says is always just a, just a little shiver towards just, him. Just him, it's him. Just being, it's, and it's it's him, and it's only him that can do it. It's great. 
Um, looking at Al Svenskin, uh, Malmo now got a four-point lead. Um, looked like the strongest team. Uh, Hugh Gordon today drawing 3-3 with North Sherping. Um, serious, still staying there. Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. Uh, Hammerby uh, doing okay as well. And Kalmar getting their first victory of the season, beating Helmstad. So, yeah, good um, for them. We, we made a couple of Kalmar friends in yeah. the European Champions, so for their sake, let them pick up some more wins. Um, let's have a look quickly now and preview Tuesday's game, which is uh, Real versus Atletico. Cracking game, of yeah. course. Uh, Real in good form. Um, Atletico picked up form the, uh, this latter part of the season as well. But... Statistically, they do tend to play really well against Real Madrid. They only yeah. like lost two times have lost to the finals. <laughs> so, so you know. On the other hand, on the big occasion, Real Madrid seems to be be getting the better of them. But it's gonna be a super tight game. I think every time this game plays, you feel like, oh, but Real should be better. And then the game starts, and yeah. it's a fucking tight. But over two legs, you know, I, you know, you'd put your money on Atletico. They're that they're that kind of side, aren't they? You know, very good club. And club Real side. are that kind of side who can screw it up over two legs. They are, but uh, to be honest, since Zidane has come, if you look at Real Madrid, it is fucking solid. Yeah, I mean, they won the Champions League when he came to the to the league. I think they picked up more points. Uh, him against uh, uh, Enrique. Yeah, last season he picked up more points than him uh, yeah. from those games he played. So I think that since he has come, he has given them stability. Uh, and I think the best part with Real Madrid since uh, Zidane has come is that the team that is not usually considered the first eleven, the fringe players, they play so well when they play as well. I think yeah. the problem with Real has been before that because they're 11 automatic starters, whenever the other one comes in, even though they're great players, they don't seem to have the fluency going because they don't play every week, but he seems to be getting that from those players. They're really, the second squad is really And playing. what does he know? He couldn't even kick a ball. <laughs> uh, and then the Wednesday game is Monaco versus Juve. Yeah. That'll be interesting. It's interesting. Juventus are favourites, but Monaco now with the big boost of the league now with PSG dropping points. And Kunal loves... Juventus. Yeah, of course. So for Canal's sake, yeah. we want uh, Juventus to win. And we're actually... knowing that Juventus might buy China, who owns mm-hmm. Milan. I might. My thing, my 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 dream final would be Monaco versus Atletico. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that'll be good for football as well. That's kind of the hipster kind of final, really. Yeah, but I think everybody who doesn't support Juventus or Real Madrid would probably go for that final because it's. It's still not too, you know... But the Glamour is obviously Real Glamour yeah, Real Juve, but, you know, it's it's the final Atletico and Monaco. You can't say that they are shit teams who just happen to have a good season. Yeah. You can see that they've been, you know, Atletico's been building for this for years. They've been in two finals already. It's a top side. It's just not as glamorous historically as the other, but who gives a flying? And the Monaco would just be great to have in the final again. Uh, of course, they were in the final. Uh, last time they were in the final was against Porto when yeah. uh, our big Mourinho won the title for oh, yeah. Porto. In that yeah. final, was Lille and the place. And Monaco had a great season, came to the final, and lost. Yeah. So, so it'll be great for them to kind of have this revival of success. Thank you for listening to Out of Time. Uh, we'll be back hopefully with Kunal, who's such a good guy, and. Uh, <laughs> We'll see you soon. Thank you.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.